You have arrived at your destination. I tell you, empty arena wrestling is really weird. AEW was awesome. I actually loved this show. Yeah, I actually loved it. Yeah, AEW uh, is the only, and I've watched uh, NXT, Raw, and SmackDown, the, a large portion of it, because I, I knew it would be weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those, it's like those people have been so trained to perform in front of 10,000 people, they have no idea how to perform in front of no one. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, all these AEW guys, they're straight off the indies. Yeah, it's true. It's true. They're they're as ready as anybody to perform in front of, oh, there's, like, four people out there. Okay, yeah, I've done this. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, they've been in front of the broomsticks before. Yeah, they they know how to pop, basically, you know, the ref's girlfriend and the janitor. Yeah. What what also helped was uh, putting out the putting like as many of the boys out as you could just to get the um, the reactions that they did because I thought that was a big help. Um, uh, once again, Sammy Guevara, yeah, Sammy, highlight and, of the night, and and MJF like they're both MJF highlights of the night. Yeah, man, so, fucking uh, I, Jericho on commentary. Yes, yes, you, absolutely, absolutely. Shut your ass. <laughs> Shut your ass. <laughs> Wash your hands, cover your mouth, and shut your ass. Shut your ass, which is now probably a t-shirt. So. It is a shirt. Uh, shirt. Yeah, it Send is, a yeah. this morning. I wasn't sure if it was a real t-shirt or a fake one, but, you know. Could, nope, it's a real shirt. I, it made sense because they will turn anything into a t-shirt. So, uh, one second. I have to kick my cat out of the room because she's being a little bitch. So. Okay. So, she's a dog? Okie doke. All right. But uh, with that, it is officially time for the Video Destruct podcast. Damn right it is. Uh, And we are talking about Animal Crossing this week. We are. uh, Do you have much experience with that franchise? I've played a little bit of it from way back in the day. What was the first iteration of that? Well... It was originally going to come out on the Nintendo 64, but it came out on the GameCube. GameCube, that's what it was, yes. I think so I the mainline the series is, uh, so there's the Animal Crossing proper for the GameCube, uh, Wild World for the DS, uh, New yeah. Leaf for the 3DS, uh, mm. City Folk for the Wii, and mm. now... Uh, What's the hell's this new one called? New Horizons? Yeah, there you go. I have no idea. (laughs) I don't know. I ordered it for my wife. I hope she loves it. There you go. There you go. Uh, I think the Wii version is the one that I played, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, Yeah, that's a good one. Sam's actually been back playing that for the last couple of weeks. Right. Uh, And, you know, that version really does suffer nowadays because they disconnected all the Wii online features. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, it's... It's like Animal Crossing without, you know, without being able to leave your gate open and go into each other's game and stuff like that. It, it definitely feels like a much more isolated experience. But, you know, the animals mm-hmm. are still cute and fun to talk to. And, you know, sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
There you go. Uh, and Tom Nook, bleed you dry. That is the the things that I know. About He's the man who taught me about predatory lending. <laughs> oh man, you need a house, don't you? Come on. I mean, you need a house. He you keeps talking me into buying additions and features that I can't actually afford. <laughs> and I understand that the economy is good in mm. the Animal Crossing world right yeah. now, but I'm not, you know. Right? Yeah. I, I don't I, think that my house mortgage is too big to fail. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, that, that Tom Nook, he's too smart to fail. I'll tell you that. Uh yeah, uh, let's uh, let's get into that uh, after we've had a little bit of the news in there. Yeah, uh, let's talk about the news. Um, so, GameStop in the face. <laughs> this of story the COVID- just came out. <laughs> it did in the face of the COVID nineteen quarantines. Yeah, um, has decided that they will stay open um, with decreased I- hours in most locations. Y- yes, now because as- they are quote yes. Essential retail. <laughs> I I can honestly say I have never considered GameStop as essential retail. I'll tell you um, what. Uh, yeah. If this was 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, if this was 17 years ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, at a certain point, it's like, well, I mean, yeah, if my kids got to stay home and I got to go out and get fucking milk and eggs and these kids won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I sure would like to be able to get them the God of War. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe they will leave me alone for two days. I mean, yeah. here's the thing. Before it was available at the touch of a finger on yeah. any device that you already have in your home. Yes. You know, that's almost like reasonable. Because <laughs> like, yeah. you know, uh, and they were on their way out at the time anyway. But like, you know, blockbusters didn't curtail mm. any hours or anything when swine flu was going on and stuff like that, because it was right. just like, all right, at a certain point, I need something to fucking do. Right. Right. You know, like, and, and yeah. And again, like, like I, I, I admire them for sticking it out for the, for the idea of maybe keeping their doors open because I think that's the reason that they, they, are, they wouldn't survive. They wouldn't survive being out for a month. There's no way the way that even, they, I think even two to three weeks uh, yeah. with them, yeah. if they, because you wouldn't just like, Two of the biggest, two of the only releases in the first half of this year come out Friday, which is tomorrow as of this recording. Right. Um, So you don't just lose out on that revenue temporarily. Those people are just going to go. It's the same thing as like E3. Now that they finally pulled the Band-Aid off and canceled E3 and everybody's going to do their digital thing. Right. I think people are going to realize... Hey man, buying these digital games is pretty damn easy. And <laughs> exactly. Once, once you pull off that band aid and get used to it, yeah, you're like, well, I, I could do that again. Yeah. See, I was always, a, I'm going to own physical media. I'm going to own physical media guy. And mm-hmm. then a couple of situations happened where, like, you know, GameStop gave me a code as an employee for some games, and right. you know, you got used to using Steam for the PC and shit like that. You're like, I mean, yeah, this, is, this is fine. I don't really yeah. need a box on my wall anymore. And then, oof. Like, yeah. I can't tell you the last time I bought a physical game. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, I think I, it was... Uh, oh, yeah. I bought uh, Link's Awakening last year because I yeah. wanted that physical collector's edition. Yeah. And yeah. then before that, it might even have been Breath of the Wild or something, man. Like, it's been a while. Yeah, I, I, I like to physically get my Switch games. Uh, I get it. Most, most of them. But there are other ones that I don't care. Like, the ones that don't, you know, that... 
that have like a an, don't even have an official release or have like a limited physical you know physical release. I don't worry about. it. I just get them. To, I just download it. You know, it's like yeah, I bought a few of those like limited run things. Yeah, just of like all right, they made a limited run version of Windjammers. I bought that. right. Yeah, yeah, I kind of wanted that too, but I didn't get that. <laughs> like, uh, you know, like they yeah. they do a few here and there, but it's mainly just because like I am so evangelized to this damn thing that like I wanted it. Right. Yeah. Um. Okay. But like run. When I say haven't bought physical media, it's it's like, you know, oh, I, I'm going to pre-order and go out on launch day and buy this disc. You know, like yeah. I've ended up with games in other ways, but, you know, it's yeah. it's that kind of event. Dude, I'll just go ahead and, you know, my Doom Eternal is preloaded. Right. It's yeah. just waiting for that server to go, dude, you can play it now. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it's crazy. It's <laughs> and crazy. <then laughs> stroke of Midnight Tonight, guess what? Yeah, I'm going into my own personal fucking quarantine. That's right. Yeah, killing a bunch of demons from hell on Mars. I'm gonna put that game in my butt, butt. Yeah, but, but, (laughs) (laughs) as uh, as we know, the new uh, uh, what do you call it? There, Animal Crossing is uh, the same weekend, correct? It's it's this weekend. Yeah, same day. Uh, Yeah. yeah. So I guess. Uh, GameStop kind of went rogue as well and yeah. started selling physical copies of Doom today. Oh, okay. Yeah, trying to get uh, people to, in there. You know, and they they said it was uh, to preserve the safety of their customers. <laughs> so that there was less of a rush. Because if you had both those right. people, you know, like two groups yeah. of people, uh, presumably, right. I guess, beaten at the doors. Do people beat at the doors at a GameStop anymore? I don't know. I, yeah. I, I worked 170 midnight openings or more. Including yeah. console launches, and let me tell you, in the last like eight years, it's yeah. it's not been that way. <laughs> uh, well, you I know, will say uh, the PS4 and Xbox One launches were that way, but sure. that's the last time. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, you know, like we'll, we'll I have to get we'll have to get a podcast together about your your crazy stories at uh, at games. I'm sure you've got some, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we we probably do I've a got whole some podcast. Funny ones. I've got some like no. kind of pathetic ones. <laughs> Those are always great. Those are kind of funny too. <laughs> Man, during that uh, that corporate shakeup, because uh, oh, yeah. I've been there for no less than six massive corporate restructurings. Yeah, yeah, like top to bottom. Right. Uh, you know, I was a fucking Funko Land employee. Right, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. I bet there's people that listen to the show that barely, if at all, remember what the fuck that is. I I barely remember that Funko was was bought out. So I was hired by a Babbage's. Yeah, (laughs) and never started. Wow. uh, Well, see, Babbage's was primarily PC games, right? And I had applied at a Funko Land and a Babbage's. They were in the same mall. Gotcha. And uh, got the job at the Babbage's and ended up starting at Funko Land instead. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think we save an episode, dude. And I think you just <laughs> talk about your career at GameStop. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, let's let, of... let's do that uh, sometime soon. Uh, you know yeah. what? Let's, let's save it for when they declare bankruptcy. <laughs> well, I kind of want to do it while they're still a company. That would... <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> that would be interesting. Is it, is it like, you know, if you're wanting somebody that's just going to shit over that entire uh, company, that, that this yeah. is probably not going to be the show for you. I had a fairly good time working there. Sure. Uh, I didn't sure. like a lot of their policies, but uh, 
you know, I feel like you, it, have, have you ever ended up in one of those YouTube like fucking algorithms where oh. it's just like, and now I'm going to shit all over GameStop, the company that kept me fed for three years. <laughs> like these people that are like YouTubers now, they're like, oh, I yeah. used to work at a GameStop and it fucking sucked. Yeah. 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 Yeah, jobs suck. Like they suck sometimes, man. Like it's everybody like, well, goes through it. You had two jobs. You yeah. had that GameStop job, and now you're a YouTuber. You've never had to work for anybody other than that. You don't know. You don't know. You know. It, you don't... It, well, and they're a fucking. They are an elephant that has been wounded horribly. Yeah. That is just flailing back and forth trying to fucking survive. Yeah. They almost yeah. didn't make it out of 2010. If yeah. it wasn't for, believe it or not, if it wasn't for the economic apocalypse that happened and everybody stopped taking vacations right. and started doing staycations, yeah, yeah. 2010 would have been the end of GameStop. Yeah, probably. Uh, You're probably right. They were in such a tailspin uh, financially, they never would have made it out of there, but everybody yeah. stopped taking vacations. Yeah. And, yeah. and they spent all their, you know, because they uh, that was the year that they ended up, uh, for families, they had a big bonus and shit like that for... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, in uh, end of the year tax shit. So it was right. a lot of people had a lot of liquid cash sitting around. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, like 2010, that was a, a surprise <laughs> year for GameStop and it kept them alive. And yeah, uh, then the console launch for Xbox one and PS4 ended up being way bigger than anybody had ever anticipated. And yeah. they kind of rode this middling crest for a couple years. And, you know, I'll save the rest of this stuff for uh, for the podcast where we actually talk about it. But I, I realized something at Christmas last year. Yeah. I bought my niece a physical Switch game. Right. And she looked at it like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> she what, am I, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> she doesn't own any physical games. Right. And I said, just put it in there and leave it. And it you'll, you'll never even know it's there. Just yeah. <laughs> She's like, why did you buy me this? I was like, I thought it would be nice. What? (laughs) You can drill it out, make it an earring. I don't know, you (laughs) creep. You bastards. Uh, Uh, But no, I love my niece. She's great. Freaking young people. uh, Yeah, so that's... uh, Yeah, so that's GameStop, man. They're they're they're, trying to to hold on. They're trying to hold on. Uh, They're essential business because they sell keyboards and mice, I guess is the end of that story. I I guess that's how that ends, yeah. Uh, Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's kind of it for the news. Uh, as you know, there are, there's doom coming out Friday and, uh, animal crossing coming out Friday, which is why we're talking about animal crossing, uh, at the end of this podcast, obviously. And we'll have word on those games next week. Yes, absolutely. Um, but, uh, what have you been playing in the meantime, Haas, in the middle of this? Uh, so just before this podcast, I played the released today, Resident Evil 3 Raccoon City demo. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, Following in the footsteps of last year's wildly, incredibly Mm -hmm. successful uh, remake of Resident Evil 2. uh, Comes, you know, what, 13 months later, 14 Mm -hmm. months later, a follow-up that is a remake of Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Yes. Um, One of the most overlooked games in that franchise, given that it was released uh, after... Mm-hmm. Uh, the PS2 came out. Yeah, yeah. This is Blue Top Jill, right? Am I getting that yeah, right? Yeah, this is miniskirt yeah. Jill. Although yeah, she's yeah. not wearing a miniskirt in the game. Right, gotcha. Uh, yeah. She's wearing uh, uh, she's wearing cargos in this one, kind of like gotcha. like chinos, I believe they're called. Okay, sure. Which I don't believe were in fashion in 1998, but we'll overlook it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get those times things right, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, there is a gentleman in the demo uh, with just the most outrageous hair. Oh my god, yeah, that's that's terrible looking. <laughs> it, it, I don't know what it is. I don't know who approved the design. I mean, like technically, it's like wow, that's that's a lot of hair oh. tech. Of poofy Jufro hair. <laughs> yeah, it, it it looks like he's wearing an animal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's You're not wrong. It's like one of those like coonskin caps, except somehow bigger. It's like a pile <laughs> of coonskin cats uh, caps was eaten by a larger <laughs> coonskin cap. <laughs> Uh, and then this gentleman decided to put it on his head. It's like a coonskin cap Pokemon evolved into his second form. <laughs> yes, uh, mixed with a head crab from Half Life. Uh, so, yeah, it's really oh, stupid. Um, so this is one of the best looking games I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Uh, it's incredible. Right. So that new uh, RE engine. Uh, mm. that was made for Resident Evil 7. It also powered uh, the Resident Evil 2 remake. Uh, it also did last year's incredibly good-looking uh, Devil May Cry 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's there's definitely some technical backbone to this thing. So uh, this is an engine that I love the fucking... Uh, the way that they prioritize stuff in it. Right. Uh, because it was made for Resident Evil 7, which was first person. And the only way you really want to make first person games is 60 frames per second. So the thing prioritizes performance over everything. So you can run that game at absolute... Granted, I've got a hell of a computer. Uh, But at 4K, I'm running that thing at full blast and getting tons of frames out of it. And it doesn't skip a beat. It's super even performance. And it just looks fucking incredible. It's still somehow with it being an engine that's designed around prioritizing frame rate, still ends up being one of the best technically looking games I've ever seen. Nice. I walked by a snack shop. Yeah. And it, and it looked real. You looked, it, it, Did it make you hungry walking by the snack Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a box of donuts, and I just thought it was a picture of a box of donuts. Like, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, the... Uh, now, I have not played this on console. I'm speaking specifically of the PC version of this, but uh, uh, when Resident Evil 7 and uh, Resident Evil Remake uh, came out on consoles, they still looked fucking incredible. So, right. uh, you know, it's... I know where I will be playing that experience, but it sounds like pretty much anywhere that you get your hands on it, it should be pretty damn good. So Nice. Well, there you go. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I really like that demo. Uh, yeah, the way good. that they updated the controls for it, even over the Resident Evil 2 remake, is uh, smart. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It plays like a game where the controls are designed for you to be hunted by a monster. Yeah, which in and this case is, is quick. <laughs> yes, all the evade stuff is in there mm-hmm. uh, that I really like. I'm very impressed very cool. Very cool. Uh, Nemesis was in sp- or Nemesis was brought out from Mr. X, wasn't he? Like that was like uh, sort of like a, a lying thing. Like afterwards, like they were like, "Oh, like that Mr. X thing," and so they wanted that like basically through the whole game. Yes. Um. And are you talking about like how they came up with the idea? Yeah. Yeah. Like for yes. for the original. Yeah. So um, when th- when I believe this is when Shinji Mikami officially took over was around the time of Resident Evil 3. So basically, they have this tech that they built for Mr. X, mm-hmm. um, who was in the second playthrough. 
uh, yeah. uh, only in the original yeah. Resident Evil 2. Yes. Um, he did not appear in the original game. Uh, right. Well, in playthrough one. Right. Uh, playthrough so one. The, uh, the idea was, well, uh, they were working on what was going to be the next, you know, they, they had Code Veronica coming out right around the same time, Resident Evil Code Veronica uh, for the Dreamcast. But they were also had another Skunk Works team that was trying to figure out what the hell Resident Evil was going to be on the PS2. Uh, and that game that they were working on at that time, coincidentally enough, turned out to be Devil May Cry. Uh-huh. Uh because they wanted, they were like, "What if we went more actiony?" Oh shit, we went way too actiony. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool, but this is not Resident Evil. Uh, and there were also Splinter teams that were working on Dino Crisis and all that kind of shit. Right. Uh, but yeah, so basically, they had uh, the install base. You know, was like a hundred million units uh, for the original PlayStation. It was backwards compatible on uh, the PlayStation Two, mm. uh, so it only made sense to put out another one there right. uh, so they did and it's uh it's a hell of a game uh and the remake is really cool uh it even over last year's remake of resident evil 2 the resident right. evil 3 remake takes the idea of mr x that they approved on so greatly last year and th- they make him a combat monster right and yeah. he is really into you. He's <laughs> really tough, this guy. Yeah, he's really into you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's very cool. I'm I'm having a uh, fantastic time. The first time he showed up uh, in my playthrough of the demo, uh, he murdered me immediately. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I was like, okay, not- <laughs> cool. I'm just gonna dodge right. Oh, he. No, oh, he just. Yeah, he took that little snake thing and shoved it in my face. <laughs> All right. Oh, cool. Apparently I need to use this evade shit a little bit more seriously. <laughs> Gotta get, uh, but yeah. Good. There you go. It's pretty cool. That is pretty rad. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, what else have you been playing? Uh, j- the only other thing that I'll touch on for, uh, for this episode, I'll talk about some more stuff next week. Uh, well, actually, I've got two things. Um, mm-hmm. Have I talked about the Halo Master Chief uh, port of uh, uh, Halo 1? Uh, you were going to talk about it last week, I think, but we skipped, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah. So I played through that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they ported, uh, for the PC version, um, Halo Combat Evolved from the original Xbox. It's basically the anniversary edition from 2011. Sure. Uh, to the PC uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I have never loved that version of that game. Gotcha. Um, I ended up playing through pri- it primarily with the old graphics. Uh, yeah. Because it had that option for you to hit the button to flip between the, oh, the 2011 graphics or the 2001. Um, sure. It, it, it looks like... Do you... <laughs> Whenever like a new uh, like Unreal Engine comes out, it's like, hey, some guy made you know, uh, you know, the the Temple of Time from Ocarina of Time in Unreal yeah. Engine Four, yeah, and shit like that. It looks like that, gotcha. Where it's like it has technical chops, but it's not true to itself. 
Gotcha. Uh, I don't like a lot of their their choices for textures, and I think the lighting is really out of control. You know, it's like they really wanted you to go like, man, this 360 is way more powerful than that old thing. You know, uh, just, <laughs> yeah, not it. Got not it. really into it. Uh, but uh, that game still rules. Uh, even yeah. playing at it, playing that game at like 300 frames a second <laughs> on a PC at 4K. Right. And it still being the game from 2001 is weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it holds up remarkably well. Uh, so if you've got Game Pass, you should definitely check it out because that game uh, still rules and they added online multiplayer, uh, online uh, co-op with it. So nice. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, the only other thing I'll touch on today is State of Decay 2. Yeah. Uh, so the Juggernaut edition of mm-hmm. stated, uh, State of Decay 2 just came out. Right. Uh, recently that collects State of Decay 2 and all of its DLC and everything. Me yeah. and uh, JT uh, have been playing through that. Uh, gotcha. In uh, that game's kind of dumb. And yeah. I, I sort of like it. It's I remember you not really expressing much interest in that one prior. So. No, no. It uh, When it first came out on PC, I guess, what, a year and a half ago or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. it ran really weird on my computer. That was back yeah. when I was having all those crashing issues and shit. Sure. And that, thing, that game just straight up turned my computer off one day. And that <laughs> that didn't seem healthy. No. Uh, that, I was getting, like, old school blue screens and shit. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was very strange. My my that computer had a problem, and we eventually ended up fixing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like so that game was running weird on my computer, and I just, it was one of those things. About the time I ever wanted to circle back around to it, you know, the time had passed, kind of thing. Right. Uh, but yeah, we we went in on this Juggernaut edition. We're having a good time. It's uh, uh, it it looks great. Uh, cool. You know, it's. They've done a lot of work in that uh, Juggernaut edition. They change a lot of, like, balance and, you know, the way that some of the encounters work and stuff like that. Uh, It's just good. The thing I don't like about it is that I understand some of the decisions that they made, but it doesn't mean that I have to like them. Right. If that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, So... The every like trunk of a car, garbage can, refrigerator, whatever you can loot. Gotcha. But they're color coded. Like I can loot this one. You can loot that one. Oh, okay. So if my inventory's full. I have to loot the thing, put something on the ground so that you can pick it up and then pick the other thing up. Oh. Uh, and like uh, the shared inventory stuff, like in the base and stuff like that. Uh, it it isn't truly shared. It's designed so that you can have open multiplayer for random strangers to come in, right? Which I get. I, you know, I do understand it, uh, right. but it makes like, and I can't improve his base at all. Like it, it's definitely not a shared game. It's I'm playing in his game. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, if that makes any sense, and considering yeah. what a uh base building sort of experience that is like i'm kind of not getting half of the experience of what that really is because i can't really affect anything sure sure so like it's it's fun and relaxing so right yeah because like let's say he opened a server on minecraft and offered you into there you could do what you want in his minecraft yes yeah but that is uh so they don't want people to come in and just grief you and take all your shit yeah so i get it but if we have a private match 
Right. It'd be nice if I could do some of that stuff, but I don't know. It, that's kind of a switch of either it's on all the way or it's off all the way. Right. So I, I, I understand it. You know, video games are hard to make. Yeah, true. <laughs> They're very hard to make. You know, decisions, I, decisions must be made at some point to, to exactly. draw a line at what experience you want the player to have. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I, I've never made any uh, bones about. Uh, I try to be pragmatic when it comes to that kind of thing. Go like, I don't understand how any of this shit works. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I can tell when something doesn't feel great, and there's something about that where I'm never going to have my own single player game that I play. Yeah. I'm going to come away from the game still having felt like I didn't get the whole experience. Right. Yeah. Well, there you go. That is State of Decay. I like that uh, game. That's right now. There we go. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that, Everything other than that Resident Evil demo, everything I talked about today is on Game Pass. So yep. uh, if you're home and maybe don't have a ton of money sitting around, but uh, you know mm-hmm. they do that dollar first month promo for Game Pass. So if you've never done Game Pass before, yep. you, know, you can play Sea of Thieves, which is apparently now like a game that you would it, maybe want to play. Right. Uh, it's apparently got content. Just, like, a really cool <laughs> water simulator. <laughs> It was the most beautiful box of nothing whenever I played it at launch. I'm like, this is fucking incredible to look at, and I don't have anything to do. (laughs) Now you can, like, hunt megalodons and go treasure hunting and do all sorts of stuff, apparently. so Yeah, there's all kinds of, like, diversions and shit like that. I still feel like I I get that they never wanted that game to be uh, Destiny or, like, a loot game like Diablo. I get it. Right. Yeah. Um, but the issue that I run into is that, like, the first time I shot a gun, I went, well, I don't like this gun. It's a good thing I'll be getting a new gun later. And then JT had to go, you'll never get a new gun. And I said, well, <laughs> fucking what? He's like, that's the gun. That's what the do you one. Mean, that's the gun. That's the one gun they have. That's it. Huh. <laughs> like, fucking what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you're going to shoot the same two skeletons for the next fucking 30 hours? Like, that was another (laughs) one of those games that I'll probably come back to at some point. But just like State of Decay 2, like, I was like, man, I'm going to wait for them to put some DLC out. And then by the time they did that, I went like, well, I I don't really have time for you, uh, Sea of Thieves. (laughs) Maybe we'll talk again later. Maybe we'll talk later. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Oh, man. There we go. But, uh, yeah, so that's what you've been playing. Uh, and I think it's time for us to go and do an ad break really quickly for this DNN podcast. So be right back for this ad break. Hey listeners, this is Joe and Will from Common Creatives. We're a new podcast on the DNN that explores the place of creativity in the lives of artists, musicians, comedians, filmmakers, and creators of all kinds. This show lets us indulge our curiosity about why and how people satisfy their urges to make and create new things. So check out Common Creatives on iTunes, Stitcher, and at DestinationComics.com. And we're back from that ad break. Um, and now it's time for our topic of the day, Haas. It is. Our topic of the day is Animal Crossing. The uh, the franchise of Animal Crossing, I think, more so than... than or just the original one? Are we talking just the original or just the whole <laughs> we, run we of We might this? as well kind of cover all of them. Because yeah. I've got a dirty little secret for you right now. <laughs> 
Um, I think I know what it is, but go ahead. <laughs> kind of been making that game for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, it's like they made the first one, and they just kept making that first one again. <laughs> they did a really good job of making that first one, and they wanted you to realize it. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so did you own a GameCube? Uh, I did own a GameCube, yes. Um, like yes, I still own my GameCube. I still have it. I've got... Um, uh, like four GameCubes, and I hate the GameCube. Yeah, I, I wasn't super <laughs> impressed with it. <laughs> I don't know why uh, you own four of them, but that's one of those things where, like, you know, everybody was getting rid of theirs, and they're like, "My GameStop's only going to give me like three bucks." I'm like, "Well, I'll give you a five. <laughs> so they I, do. I've got a purple, do one, a silver, well, a platinum one, a black yeah. one, nice, and I think another purple one. Yeah, uh, I always wanted the spice orange one from Japan. Ooh, I never got ooh, one. Spice orange. Yeah. Does it taste like orange spice when you lick it? No, That's it actually uh, it tastes like scary spice. Oh, okay, from the spice. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Every boy and every girl. Uh, every boy and every girl. Spice up your life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're talking about. Uh, Basically, the, 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 the formula that is um, uh, Animal Crossing, uh, which is, is it typically the same thing every time? You're, you're always the new person at the town. Yeah. Is that typically? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is yeah. Uh, in a genre that was emerging at that time, um, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the wake of The Sims and things like that. They call them social simulators. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so unlike The Sims where you're going to make your person and... Uh, be designed around like you know trying to replicate you uh this was more about you know stranger in a strange land kind of thing uh yeah you know you're it's always like you're either on a train going to town or taking a bus to town or whatever and this one you're going to be shipwrecked you know the the new horizons that comes out this year you're going to be shipwrecked on an island uh and that's a little more dramatic (laughs) Trust me, I don't. I don't think it's going to be like, oh, you know, fucking uh, a bloody handprint on a volleyball or anything. So I, I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> Tom Nook has a pig's head on a stick. Like, this is the Lord of Flies. <laughs> it's weird. We have a death match tournament every Saturday. You know, KK Slider yeah. used to come out and play his guitar, and then we murdered him. Uh, <laughs> For the Fly Lord. <laughs> somebody asked him about his secret song, and he's like, ooh. I don't even know about KK's song. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Animal Crossing originally came out. Uh, it was late. Um, I think the reason it was so late, it came out in 2001 on the N64 in Japan. And by if you remember anything about 2001 for the Nintendo 64 in America, woof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was dead. Normally, it's like, all right. So, in the month leading up to a new console launch, you start seeing that thing kind of empty out, and then they get some of the new mm-hmm. signage up for their new product. My mm-hmm. like local Walmart at the time, straight up only had like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater right in there for the N sixty four, and everything else was just like fucking DVDs. Right, like it yeah. Was, by 2001, the N64 was a fucking lifeless corpse here. 
So <laughs> I think that was a if I did enough research, I think at some point that was going to be a DD game. Okay. The yeah. N64 disc the, drive. The disc drive, yeah. And then when the, the DD kind of failed, because uh, there was going to be a bunch of customization in Animal Crossing. Right. Uh, that was sort of their thing, was that you would make your own shirts, and you would make and make and make and make and make, and that's where the rewritable right. drive was going to come in. Uh, right. I, I'm I'm 99% sure that I'm accurate on this, but you know, given that, yeah. uh, that hardware's uh, lukewarm reception, uh, yeah, the time that it came out, um, Animal Crossing. It never, what's it? it never made it to the states, did it? No, the DD never actually came yeah. out here. I didn't think so. Um, yeah. There are a couple of prototypes. Yeah, uh, that it kind of like the Nintendo PlayStation kind of thing. There's there yeah. is working hardware that right. is NTSC, you know, American territory stuff. Uh, right, but like you know they they could tell pretty quick it wasn't going to work. Um, yeah, I think I think several games got canceled off of that thing too. I want to say Mother Three was going to be on that. Oh uh, I mean, yeah, and that Sin and Punishment that ended up coming out on the Wii. I think that was a DD yeah. game. Uh, yeah, you know, like there there were quite a few things that like when it's hey if you could get past that hard cap of. 18 megabytes or whatever the fuck it was that you could score on a uh, store on a fucking N64. And they're like, Hey man, you can put all this shit on here. Uh, you can have like 500 megabytes of space. Like, you know, like who wouldn't want to fucking dive at that. But then as with all add-ons, they saw that and went, Ooh, uh, uh, maybe, maybe not. So animal right. crossing came out in 2001, uh, Japan only. Uh, and later on in that same year, uh, right when the GameCube came out in Japan, uh, there was kind of like a a remix version of it for the GameCube. That's what ended up coming out in the States in September of 2002. Um, the, uh, I don't know if you remember the launch of uh, Animal Crossing in the U.S., but it was kind of like a weird phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got swept up in it, and I understand that I am not uh, immune uh, oh, sure. to uh, that sort of fervor. But like, mm -hmm. I had a Game Boy Advance. I bought one the day that it came out. I fucking mm -hmm. love the Game Boy Advance. It, it, it yeah, you know, gun to my head, I might actually tell you on any random day that's the best video game system ever. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I it might. was a great system. Yeah, there's like five that I put in there. So it's like Super Nintendo, uh, the original yeah. PlayStation. Um, right. The Sega Genesis. Yeah. PS1, really. That's interesting. PS1. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Think about how wow, many of the yeah. greatest games of all yeah. time are on that. Yeah, it's interesting just because, well, yeah, it makes sense now that I think about it. It's just, it's one of the most, like, deprecated systems because PS2 just made it not reasonable to even have one. Yes, but, <laughs> but, uh, but I you're think correct you put any of those games yeah. on the PS2 with all that smoothing shit in there or... Uh, right. all that new hardware encoding stuff that they're doing right now on PC to emulate those games and take away a lot of that shimmer that yeah. you got out of those graphics, yeah. those games totally hold yeah. up. There you go. Well, see, that's another podcast topic we could do is best game consoles. We'll both do a top Absolutely. five. Uh, or a Mount Rushmore. Maybe a, maybe a four. Do a Mount Rushmore of them. Who knows? Well, it, so. What's really funny is, uh, like, just until you... If you wanted me to put them in order until you hit play, I would not know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the thing is yeah. that like as long as somebody doesn't come to the table and say the 3DO, you know, like I, I, I'm just, you can the make engage. an argument for about anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like you know, yeah. like I don't think the Wii 
or the Wii U or the GameCube belong in that yeah. conversation at all, despite the fact no. that I think all of those systems had great games. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there's there's definitely like eight systems that you could choose from and say best yeah. of all time, like PS4. Yeah. Uh, 360. 360. Yeah. Uh, Super, PS2, Super NES. PS1. Yeah. Super yeah. NES. Genesis. Any, NES. Original NES. The yeah. Lynx. No, not yeah. the Lynx. No, not the Lynx. I do love Game Boy. We could, but that's another that's another episode. We'll talk entirely. about that some other time. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so in 2002, uh, you know, Animal Crossing came out in the states, and it was released yeah. uh, the same year as I said earlier as the Game Boy Advance. Uh, and I was huge into that thing. Well, for the Game Boy Advance, do you remember they had that thing called the e-reader? Mm-hmm. Do you know what the e-reader did? Um, oh, man, I. I no, what was it? It's what was its precise function? Okay, know. the e-reader plugged into the bottom, into the communication port of the Game Boy yes. Advance, and you yes. took, you bought these little packs of cards, and you would swipe them, and it would add content into your games. It was right. like early DLC. It was like physical DLC, uh, uh, or like early amiibos. This, yes, it's actually yeah. it's the proto amiibo uh, because right. believe it or not, they they actually did this in reverse. They came out with amiibos, and then they came out mm-hmm. with amiibo cards. Right. That instead of having to swipe through like a credit card, you just lay on the NFC chip. It's the exact same thing. They did the e-reader 15 years later and it made way more money. (laughs) It's incredible. Uh, So I got way into the e-reader. And then when Animal Crossing was getting ready to come out, it was like, hey, man, if you buy the Game Boy Player or the Game Boy Link Cable uh, for uh, uh, the GameCube, you could actually... Uh, start scanning in the NES games like because they sold like a pack that was $4. It was a premium over the $2 packs that you scan these eight cards, you'd play Mario 3. And so if you scanned all those into Animal Crossing, you had an NES console in your living room that would play Mario 3. Oh, so from very cool. It launched other NES games like Excitebike was in there, the original Mario Brothers, Mario 3, Mario 1. Wow. It was all sorts That's of shit. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, Lips yeah. Of Zelda uh, and Donkey Kong, probably. Uh, yeah. So there, there was a bunch of, and I owned all of them. So my living right. room, it, like my real living room, uh, mm. in Animal Crossing, was full of all these arcade machines, uh, all these right. uh, these video game consoles. Sorry. Right. Um, so yeah, like the Animal Crossing was one of the first games for the GameCube that like started doing all this cross support. So the Game Boy connected to it to do the e-reader stuff. Uh, it had online support. Mm-hmm. Um, which I bought the fucking GameCube broadband adapter. Yeah. Who do you know that even owns one of those? Who do you know that <laughs> even knows that they made one of those? Like, but no, I got that into that shit that I bought that thing. And granted, I was also playing Fantasy Star Online episodes one and two because I'm a real fucking cool guy. Let me tell you. Um, right. <laughs> that's how I was spending my time in 2002. Um, but yeah, so the, uh, the Animal Crossing, it ended up being this like cross platformy kind of weird success for the company uh, because consoles didn't have the Sims. Right. You know, it, it was only PC only game. Yeah. It, and it was at the genesis of that market explosion for the right. Sims. 
So this yeah. was contemporary with The Sims 1. You know, The Sims 2 wasn't even out yet. This is uh, right around the same time as The Sims Online uh, was getting mm-hmm. ready to come out. Uh, and they did a fucking really cool job of making this thing that felt like smarter than what Mm -hmm. it really was. Right. You know, like having those online hooks where you can leave your gate open and I, when I'm offline, you can come to my town and I'll have different fruit than you and shit like that. All that stuff comes from there. Right. Uh, Yeah. It's, it's very cool. Uh, Yeah. The, the, the novelty at the time was that like time would still go by as you were not on it. So that was always a big thing. That's this game. I think more so than pretty much any game Nintendo has ever made makes an incredibly solid argument that my wife would, if she was here right now, she would 100% uh, chime in with this is that animal crossing is an incredibly perfect game for the person who only has 15 minutes a day to play video games. Right. So every night before my wife goes to bed, she checks in on her animals. Mm hmm. She goes and she writes somebody a letter. She goes to the island where Captain will take you to so that you can go, you know, get all the rare fish and all the the fruits Mm -hmm. from down there that, you know, are worth money to trade in. And you'll get all kinds of fossils to turn in at the the museum. Mm -hmm. But Animal Crossing is arguably the worst game that you could ever take with you on, say, a cross-country road trip. Right. Because things are just sort of happening real time, and there's not much for you to do. All right, I shook every tree, I dug up every fossil, (laughs) and I caught every fish. What the fuck do you do now? (laughs) I'm just running around with a butterfly net at this point. I got nothing left. Exactly. Uh, So it's it's an incredible game. Like you know, like my wife is still you know in her video game infancy in a lot of ways. Mm And she yeah. just loves the idea that, like, it's it's not really a big commitment. And if she needs to take yeah, a yeah. couple of days off, you can do that. It, yeah. it is, I would actually say that more so than even, like, more so than even the early versions of The Sims, I feel like this is a social simulation thing in so many ways. Uh, yeah. You know, so basically, you come to town, uh, mm-hmm. you go to the mayor's office. They tell you that, you know, welcome to town, all this kind of stuff. If you need a house, you can go talk to Tom Nook. So you go to Tom Nook's shop and you talk to him and he says, hey, man, uh, uh, here's like four plots of land. Uh, Go check them out and uh, I'll build Mm. you a house. Yeah. And so you go and you walk to all the other ones and you go back to his shop and you and you say which, uh, you know, which one that you want. Uh, And then he puts a tent up for you. So for the first like it's the day or maybe two days uh, of real world time. Uh, you have a tent that you sleep in. Right. And then your house is built. And yeah. then once you actually work and do odd jobs and stuff like that and earn bells, the game's currency, uh, mm-hmm. you can pay off your house. And you're like, cool, I paid my house off. And then Tom Nook's like, well, it's great that you paid your house off. Do you want to make it bigger? And I remember <laughs> the first time he asked me, like, do you do you want a second floor on your house? Like, what yeah. do you mean? You can get a fucking upstairs? I was kind of blown away. I was like, whoa yeah which which is hilarious because it's the simplest fucking game in the world yes none of this it's none of this is complicated or anything but the idea that like you know i had if you want to take the social simulator kind of definition to heart right i was that person i was living in that village and i thought that that was life for me 
Right. And I was yeah. happy with that. And then right. someone just shows up and says, you know, it's uh, like, it's, you know, you, you've got a condo. And what if somebody came over and said, uh, I'm, what do you think about taking this entire block of condos and we'll just kind of knock down all the walls and we'll make it one big condo. Right. It'd be yeah. weird. Yeah, it would be that to, to assume that that would even be able to, uh, to happen would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But you know, the yeah. idea that you can take what was a comfortable, uh, but relatively small space yes. and turn it into, you know, over time, this big, massive estate kind of thing was cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really liked it. And you know, there's, no. I also, I also would posit if that happened in real life, I would posit that the person offering it to me is probably in the mob, just as I do with Tom Nook. Well, absolutely. So, <laughs> especially once uh, they started introducing his nephews, Timmy and Tommy. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, like that's yeah. that's the fucking that's the knee beaters right there, man. Like, yeah, that's 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 Guido and Percy. Yeah, and one of those guys yeah, got a slapjack in his back pocket. Just. <laughs> It's not a good time. Uh, no, yeah. no, it's uh, it's basically Booker T's uh, tag team partner from WCW. He's just <laughs> yeah, Stevie Ray. Yeah, Stevie Ray. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't think of Stevie Ray's name just then. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Stevie Ray's gonna show up, give you the slapjack. Uh, <laughs> I love oh, that they called it that. What a stupid thing. Um, it's a dumb thing. But yeah, so the Animal Crossing, basically your ebb and flow of that is, you know, you can go to shops, you can buy wallpaper, mm -hmm. uh, floor coverings, rugs, uh, chairs, uh, beds, anything. Yeah. And as you start to buy and sell things, you know, Nook shop changes every day. They find a good excuse for you to come back to that experience every day. Yeah. And yeah. it ends up being about making a satisfying life for yourself. More so than The Sims, because The Sims, you're kind of watching simulation happen. You're only right. affecting it. You're not living it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're basically you're setting up the the rules in which these people interact yes. in, and that, and you're watching it occur. Yeah, and you're giving them encouragement in certain directions, but you're you're never driving, right? Uh, yeah. In The Sims, which is why Animal Crossing is so different. Like you know, the idea that like. It's a silly thing, but it's like, you know, I can send letters to people that have presents in them. Mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah. And I actually got to the point where I learned when all the characters' birthdays were. Right. Because the, the yeah. annual just doesn't tell you. Right. It starts yeah. sending people gifts on their birthdays. Yeah. yeah. And just being nice. Me. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, it, that game had a very odd effect on me in a lot of ways. I, I really mm -hmm. fucking enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And the the other thing that I really like about it so much is that it took seasons, time of day, yeah. and holidays into consideration. Yes. So, like, around Christmas time, well, in the winter, yeah. there's uh, either, like, lots of snow on the ground or, like, a, you'll have little piles of snow here and there. Uh, right. around the world but uh in the lead up to christmas there's christmas lights on everything yeah yeah it's very they, festive they would... and it's nice and then like fourth yeah. of july at nine o'clock if you're there on fourth of july you can watch fireworks yeah yeah and uh i remembered uh new year's eve of 2002 uh 2002 because mm -hmm. i'm cool uh they yeah. have a new year celebration there you I go stayed home yeah. on new year's a man that was in college <laughs> to play Animal Crossing because I really wanted to see what happened at midnight. And you want to know the saddest thing about this? 
you could just that. manually change the clock. Yeah, yeah, you could literally I just go seen to it. <laughs> it's still gone out, but not me. What? You know, it's 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 interesting to see it happen during the time that it happens on the thing. So yeah, I yeah. I loved that game. I yeah. as a result, I have never fallen back in with a with an installment since then. Yeah, um, it's right. kind of like I I I always use this example with Mario Kart. Because yeah, Mario Kart never changed very much. I right. typically say that for the most part, your favorite Mario Kart is probably the first one you played. Yeah, typically. Yeah. Because even if you go all the way back to Super, the formula has really not changed that much. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the yeah. tracks are different and they look better and there's mm-hmm. more weapons. But I mean, like, you know, it's yeah, I right. would hope that after you make eight installments of something, you'd have made a couple of changes. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, if you were just here fishing there. that other thing back at me by now, I think someone would have slapped you. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it is interesting the way you mentioned it, like that it, that it caught that that rush of the Sims because I think the other thing that it caught was during that time there was a flush of those types of games on on social media and on phones like Farmville things like that that were like minimalist management of a thing that you had, you know what I mean? This is still pre that. Yeah. Yeah, but there it, was it, definitely a market for it. You know, like I hate to call yeah. it this because I think it's like very condescending. Uh, it's yeah. the girl game genre. Yeah, no, yeah, it, but it, it's it's that it's that genre of yeah that your your normies that would just like hey here's a thing that you can futz around with for like a couple minutes for about ten minutes a day come back to it and you know everything's fine it's like you said so yeah the the you know I. Nintendo was doing a lot of stuff that nobody else was looking at. Like, you know, while Sony and Microsoft uh, were, you know, fucking shoving each other down flights of stairs, fighting over, you know, 18 to 34 year old bros. uh, Nintendo was attempting to carve out what ended up, you know, through the Wii's lifespan. And it seems to kind of be back with the Switch is this Mm -hmm. incredibly large underserved group of people that just want to play something that's cute and fun. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like, and even in a time of crisis, like we're in right now, like I have heard from so many people, 100% genuine accounts of, you know, I just really want animal crossing to come out because that sounds relaxing. Right. Yeah. 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 It's something to chillax. Yeah. It's, what if they decided to make it because they, they they do like the time and every the time frame and everything and like there's some like little like like pandemic that occurs in the game itself. So, <laughs> Just, <laughs> well, what's really funny is that uh, the uh, the director of the newest Animal Crossing was asked uh, how he felt about uh, launching the same day as Doom and all the people yeah. making the jokes. About like you know Doom guy you know showing up in Animal Crossing and shit like that. He's like I love sure. it. Sure. He's like I love yeah. it. Yeah. And, yeah. And they said like, well, don't you feel like that's you know potentially like diminishing you know the the brand around this launch for Animal Crossing? He's like, no. You know what that is? That's people having fun. Yeah. And I just want yeah, exactly. to have fun. Like what's yeah? What's wrong with having fun, especially now? Yeah. You know, yeah. in a time of crisis, it's just whatever you can do. Like, see, for me, I'm going to spend. You know, like I have this like nervous energy that I've had for like a couple of weeks now. I'm like kind of on right. edge because I watch way too much of the fucking news. 
Yeah, and right. I'm going to spend my weekend sweating over a keyboard with Doom. But if somebody <laughs> wants to just relax and chill with a little bit of Animal Crossing, it's probably a good thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the series uh, after Animal Crossing for the GameCube, uh, mm-hmm. coincidentally enough, Animal Crossing for the GameCube ended up being, I think, the fifth or sixth highest selling game on that console. Right. Which is a console that also you know, had two fucking Zelda games on it. And, you know, <laughs> a, a mainline Mario game. Granted, the worst mainline Mario game. Uh, yeah. By a mile. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it no small feat. Yeah, the, the GameCube was not the runaway success that they would experience with the Wii or with the Switch or had experienced with, you know, Super Nintendo or the original Nintendo. Um, right. But it was a much healthier business for them, uh, especially with third parties uh, and the right. licensing that they would get for third party games uh, than the N64 had been. Uh, right. Yeah. And Animal Crossing was an incredibly good selling, uh, uh, well selling game there. Uh, they never ended up making a version of Animal Crossing for the GBA, which I thought was kind of a missed opportunity. Sure. Uh, but that thing was so wildly, massively successful anyway and pokemon was so big yeah that i think they looked at it and said like we'll have the portable be the pokemon thing and they kind of just left animal crossing on the gamecube and that game still continued to sell well throughout the rest of the gamecube's lifespan Um, right uh, interesting thing about animal crossing it had such a big save file because of all the customization you could do in that game remember Mm -hmm. that that game came with a uh, with a memory card uh, I do remember that. Yes. Yeah, it came yeah. with a memory card because that save would basically fill that memory card. Right. Yeah. Because uh, it would just keep yeah re- reverting things and that was keep... in the days when uh, Nintendo was still uh, they didn't talk about size. Everything was blocks. It had fifty nine right. blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I, rem- I I remembered going to buy Animal Crossing because I just all these people were just like, yo, you're gonna have to get this thing. And I did like zero research on it. I'm like, fine, I'll go get the weird Japanese game with the animals in it. And, and opening the box, and there's a fucking memory card in here. Uh, you you were not prepared for the experience like, that you were about. Good to thing this this console's got two memory card ports. Uh, but yeah, so uh, in 2005, uh, Animal Crossing ended up coming out for the Nintendo DS. Um, mm-hmm. It was largely. Uh, the same game uh, as the GameCube game. Uh, it They changed the view a little bit. Instead of being a top-down game, that's the game where they added the world. So, like, mm-hmm. at the top of the screen in Animal Crossing, you can actually see the crest of the world. Right, So it's yeah. like you're walking on a planet. Gotcha. Um, that's the game that added that graphical style. Um, right. They also, that's where uh, they added the... Uh, the Nintendo Wi-Fi connection stuff. Right. Um, so that's where it's not just leaving your gate open. That's where you could go into other people's games. Right, yeah. Uh, and you could actually, you know, you and me could walk around my city together. And, mm-hmm. you know, you could figure out that I, uh, through their polyphonic song maker, turned my town song into Jay-Z's Big Pimpin'. Right. So when you walked around, I go, <laughs> you have no idea how much time I spent doing that. 
Uh, a lot of time. <laughs> so that was Animal Crossing, and then it was Wild World. I turned it into Funky Town. Mm, yeah. yeah, I spent way more time than I needed to doing that. But, you know, it's, it's a sign <laughs> of how much I ended up enjoying Animal Crossing. It's true. Um, it's true. So the next game was City Folk for the Wii. Mm-hmm. Uh, that yeah. was in 2008. That one, they added the voice chat with the Wii Speak microphone. Mm, uh, but yeah. once again, that one is eerily similar uh, yeah. to Wild World. Sure. Uh, you know, it's still got the same kind of worldview kind of curl to it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the only thing that they added was at the very top of the map, when you were connected to the internet, there was a series of shops yeah. that would change their inventory yeah. more rapidly so you weren't just waiting for Nook's shop. But other than that, buddy, there wasn't much to it. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's still the Animal Crossing you like at, the, at, at its core, but whew, that formula yeah. had started to wear itself out. Uh, and <laughs> then there was New Leaf. I- yeah. Mm-hmm. New Leaf was mm-hmm. a little bit different. Uh, yeah. Uh, New Leaf had uh, better Wi-Fi support stuff. But, I mean, it's just they don't make they hadn't made the world map much bigger. And yeah. you know, you, it, it, I, I tried and tried to like New Leaf. And I played it with my wife last year. Like I got her a 2DS XL. I'm sure I talked right. about it on the show at some point. Uh, right. And me and her were playing that one together. Uh, mm-hmm. but like, just, I'm really hoping that new horizons adds, and it looks like they are a breadth of new content, right? Um, it's just really what that thing needs because like, I love the characters. I love the setting. I love the look. I like playing that game. There just needs more to do. Yeah. You know, just more variety to things to do that aren't exactly what I did last time. You know, like mm-hmm. there was in new leaf, the one piece that they added was that you were the mayor. Yeah. That was really the big hook there. That's probably the, the biggest change that that series has had since the first one. Uh, but yeah. really all that was just kind of like a management simulator thing that was designed to attract more people to town. That's really all that stuff was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, there have been some spinoff games, too. Uh, did you play the mobile one from last year, Pocket Camp? Uh, I did not. I didn't play that it's, one, no. It's a money hole. It's a, yeah. I played it for like 10 <laughs> minutes. And the, the best thing that came out of that is the screenshot that I was able to grab of uh, Tom Nook laying in a bathtub full of money. <laughs> I remember that, that yeah. That was pretty great. I was like, oh, this motherfucker. Um, that's, the most, but, that's the most accurate picture that franchise has ever put out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like somebody there knew. They were like, hey, this guy's a fucking crook. Um, Amiibo Festival was like a shitty Mario Party that didn't have any mini games in it for mm. the Wii U, and I have absolutely zero idea why it exists other than to try to get you to buy Amiibo. Mm. Because yeah. you get this. You could play up to, I think it was six players on the same Wii U. Every right. person had to have their own amiibo. Oh, wow. Okay. And it had to be yeah. an Animal Crossing amiibo. It couldn't be, yeah, obviously. I mean, it couldn't, couldn't be like fucking Samus. You couldn't put Samus or something. <laughs> I was going to say Samus, too. That's we, we so both. weird. Uh, so weird. But yeah, like the the one of the spinoff games that actually I think uh, has the most prudence here. Uh, is uh, towards the new game, New Horizons, is the uh, 2015 Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer game. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so we talked a little bit earlier about you being able to put rugs and wall coverings and furniture and all that kind of stuff. There was always like an approach to Animal Crossing. Of right. You're making a home for yourself. Well, mm-hmm. in Happy Home Designer, you're basically an interior decorator for people. And it changed the way that actually decorating houses worked. So like, right. you know, Lottie would call you to come over to her house and it wasn't even like an open world game. It's literally just like, here's a new mission. You're at Lottie's house kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and it added all kinds of new touchscreen controls and stuff like that for you decorating houses. And it gave you a layer of depth uh, yeah. into home decoration that you never got in any of the other entries. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I thought the game was way, way too shallow for what it was, but I was like, man, I wish this stuff was in an Animal Crossing. And uh, right. I haven't watched a ton of stuff about New Horizons, but it looks like the home design aspect of it from Happy Home Designer has actually come over to this new one. So that's, that's cool. encouraging. Uh, yeah. You know, it's because in the other one, it's like, all right, so uh, this room has wallpaper now and it's all four walls are that like, well, what if I want a green wall and a blue wall? Right. You know, what if I want one that's got wallpaper and one that doesn't like, you know, like an actual interior decorator would do kind of thing. So, right. Uh, yeah, I yeah. like it. I, I'm excited to see what New Horizons offers. Um, this has been one of my like favorite slash most frustrating to like series since its mm-hmm. arrival. Well, I would say post its 2002 original installment because right. it's. I'm incredibly proud of it and mm-hmm. I love it and I want it to be better. Right. Um, you know, it has incredible characters that are so funny. Like yeah. Mr. Rossetti, the mole that like, if you reset the time uh, <laughs> on the clock to try to see the 4th of July thing, you know, uh, yeah. he'll come back and say like, what the fuck did you just do to the clock? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? He's You're a mole for- who just digs up and just, you know, just yells yeah. at you. Um, right. <laughs> you know, Tom Nook is a great character and he's a miser and he's a bastard and, and I mm-hmm. love him. Uh, but I also yep. like that he's like kind of, uh, he's a Tanuki. So you yes. get a little bit of that Mario connection there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's old, and he's adorable. Like they're all adorable. All the characters in he, this game are just adorable. He does. Uh, I do like that. They, I do like that. They just straight up, like just gave him the, uh, the sad uh, Marlon Brando eyes that he yes. totally deserves eventually. He well, has that sad look on his face. Well, it's uh, it's a very tired look because his store yeah. is always open. Yeah, yeah. And so, that's yeah. the thing I like about him is they they seem to always think about from the creation of that series. They they built everybody right. You know, like KK yeah. Slider being this KK uh, Slider for the most part is probably. Uh, for a first timer in Animal Crossing, going to be their first exposure to time doesn't just travel at the same pace as human society here. Time and date and place matter in that world. Mm-hmm. Every, uh, is it Saturday? I think it's Saturday sure. when KK Slider shows up uh, sure. in town and plays his guitar and you, know, you can talk to him and shit like that. Like that, that game kind of meters out its. <laughs> admittedly very small amount of content in such a way that I think is very cool. Um, yeah. You know, and I, I said it before and I'll say it again, like these, in, these characters are incredibly adorable. Uh, mm-hmm. And I own every one of the Amiibo. Yeah. It, 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 it helped that they got really, really cheap, 
but I owned a bunch yeah. of them. And when Sam started playing it, she was like, these Amiibo are really cute. I'm like, well, we'll get the rest of them. Well, let's get the rest of them then. <laughs> Didn't have to ask me twice. Yeah. Uh, amiibos, amiibos are well constructed little things. I think they're, I think they're very well done. Honestly, they're they are the only like statuey kind of action figurey kind of things that I own. Yeah, because um, I had several, and I sold them to you at one point, and then. Uh, somehow I decided I was going to buy more. Yeah. I don't, I didn't buy any Amiibos from you. Yeah, you do. They came with the Wii U. Oh, the Mario. Uh, that's right. Yeah. The, yeah. The eight bit looking Mario one. Yeah. You got, you got a few of them in there. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yep. yeah. You didn't get a bunch, but there's like five or six or something like that. Um, right. But yeah, I just I love them. I think they look cool. Like uh, I got the duck hunt dog and shit like that. So yeah, amiibo yeah. are very smart. But it's interesting taking this walk down memory lane because I didn't even think about the e-reader until you mentioned yeah. amiibo. That the right. e-reader was just their first shot that was semi-successful yeah. at doing amiibo. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's. I love this series, and I really hope the new one's good. Not just mm-hmm. for me, but for my wife. I want I right. want her to be happy with it. Yeah. But uh, I love Animal Crossing. There you go. Cool. Rock on. Uh, sweet. I think that'll do it. I um, think uh, we've talked about this franchise, and uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the Video Struck Podcast. Uh, you know, we've got uh, more episodes up there. We're now on Spotify, which is great. Um so go check us out on Spotify if you uh, you know if you have any interest in doing that. You can check us out at uh, videodestruct.com. Check us out on destinationcomics.com slash DNN. On Spotify, on there's plenty of other places we're actually on now. It's it's crazy the amount of this uh, this anchor thing that we're on now. We are on uh, Apple Podcasts as we always were. Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Spotify, and others. So uh, go check us out on any of those mediums and uh, listen to this podcast and let's talk about, you know, crazy stuff that we've been talking about. So, uh, And we're also on Facebook. And you can check us out on Twitter and you can also follow me on Twitter at Hoss underscore buddy H-O-S-S underscore B-U-D-D-Y uh, I don't talk about the coronavirus on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't no. talk about depression or quarantine. No. Or suicide or anything like that. So if you're just looking for like maybe some puppy pictures uh, (laughs) and like some some weird stuff. Yeah, game deals occasionally. Uh, Like right now, (laughs) you know, game deals are kind of hard to come by right now uh, because nothing has come out. Yeah, it's like, sort of uh, sort of a dead zone. Like I see like decent prices on stuff, but it's like yeah. I don't even bother like <laughs> reposting them because I'm like, they well, probably own that. <laughs> I mean, there you go. If I own all these, you probably own some. <laughs> People all the time coming at me going like, "Oh, what should you play?" I'm like, "Yeah, did you play that new Dead Cells DLC? It's kind yeah. of the only good thing that came out all year. So if you haven't played that, you should play that." Uh, but now there's doom and yeah uh resident evil is in three two weeks three weeks um three weeks i think yeah um so we're getting there we're getting getting to the the time of stuff 
Yeah, I'm curious right. how much stuff in the middle of the year is going to get pushed back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but like, we'll see. Microsoft and Sony, and we didn't even talk about that stuff. But you know, yeah, uh, you you know what the what the new hardware looks like. You know that Sony yeah. and Microsoft have uh, what seems like incredibly impressive hardware. That's uh, in a lot of ways almost as powerful as my computer, which is weird. Yeah, I did not see that coming. Those boxes kind of got to be real expensive to make. Right. Uh, you know, especially like that 12 teraflop uh, Xbox Series X. I'm like, uh, so it's just to give you a good idea. It's like a Ryzen 3700X processor. It's that caliber. Right. right. And it's like RTX 2080 Super video card. Uh, okay. 16 gigs of DDR6. guys this is a lot of fucking power in this thing Uh, a lot here (laughs) it it will be incredibly uh impressive Uh, if especially if you're somebody who's coming from say let's say a base ps4 Mm -hmm. of which there are tens of millions of people that never upgraded to a pro right uh or a base xbox one or even an Mm -hmm. xbox one s yeah like there's some people that are going to be uh, shocked. Mm. <laughs> They're going, hey, man, games all of a sudden got really good looking. And I'll say, no, they got good looking years ago. You just didn't have the hardware to run it. Yeah, it's true. There you go. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think any other of like the I think Final Fantasy is as delayed as it's going to be. Uh, and I yeah. would say that. uh uh, the Last of Us. I don't think they can afford to push that back again. Yeah, that yeah. that'll ship hell or high water. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. All right, but yeah. we'll be back uh, next week. We'll talk more about this. Maybe we'll go into yep. a little bit of depth on uh, some of that hardware stuff, or who knows? Maybe there will be like good news by then. I mean, yep, not to say that the PS5 and Xbox Series X is not good news, but I'm saying like you know a lot of the other <laughs> stuff in the world right now. It would have felt weird to sit down and do like a 30 minute breakdown. Of right. hardware specs for that in the light of some other shit. So I just wanted to talk about something cute and adorable. So we talked about Animal Crossing instead. So. Yes, and it's coming out uh, today as you're listening to this podcast. So, you know, there you go. Go so, go play so. Animal Crossing or play Doom. Or play Doom. Or Doom's play out both. today too. You can do both. Yeah. It's true. You can murder demons or you can catch butterflies. It's you can murder butterflies. All right. You can murder and catch demons through butterfly net. There we go. All right, man. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we'll check you out later. See ya. It's over. I don't have my sign off in my head. What is it? We're out of time. We got to go. That's it. Tony Schiavone. Yep. We're out of time. Out of time. We got to go.